new concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. At each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren, and I'm so excited to be here with you today recording from my studio setup here at the Bulletproof Conference. It has been an amazing two days worth of biohacking and health fitness and nutrition vendors, tips, ideas, and speakers. It has been phenomenal. I'm so fortunate to be able to come out here and bring it all back to you guys. Some of the things that have not even come out yet to the market that I found out about just through talking to vendors and other people. And it's an exciting time to be in the world of biohacking and making us all better every single day through peak performance. So before I dive into our topic today, which is Mindset, the phenomenal book by Dr. Carol Dweck, I want to steer you guys over to Swannies, which are the blue blocking glasses developed by James Swanwick. I had a chance to hang out with James here at the conference. He spotlighted the Success 101 podcast on his Snapchat. I got a lot of great response from that. So thanks so much, James, for doing that. And I want to steer you guys over to swanwicksleep.com, just as it sounds, S-W-A-N-W-I-C-K-sleep.com. Go check out his blue blocking glasses. I've heard Dave Asprey and James Swanwick talk about this for so long, and it wasn't until I came here to the Bulletproof Conference 2016 that I actually got to experience the designs and how these glasses work. For the last year, I've had these crappy welder's glasses that I bought on Amazon for like seven bucks that I've worn at night from time to time. And really, honestly, guys, even there with my family, even though my kids really thought they were funny whenever I put them on, there's just something really big and clunky and goofy looking about them that even when you're home with your family, you don't want to wear those. You look ridiculous and you feel ridiculous. And I'm not saying this is a placebo effect. I'm not saying that putting on sharp designer glasses are going to make you wear them more. But I'm saying that putting on sharp designer glasses are going to make you wear them more. So I'm sitting here right now recording this podcast from my studio setup here at the Bulletproof Conference with a pair of Swannies on. So thanks so much, James, for your walkthrough today of how these glasses are made, how they're manufactured, how they're marketed and how they are sent out to the public for our betterment. I've got a college football game on right now. Go Texas A&M. But I'm not getting any of the blue light that's coming out of the screen. I don't have any coming through my computer screen here because I have Flux, F.Lux. Go download that for those of you who don't have that. And I've got night vision on all of my devices. I've got three iPads and two iPhones here with me. I've got night vision on all of that. But you can't escape all of it. I walked down to Whole Foods earlier to get a meal and I was totally fine walking into Whole Foods with the Swannies on. If you go to the website, you'll see how designer these things look. And everyone here at the Bulletproof Conference was wearing them. 
and almost became weird for people who weren't wearing Swannies here at the Bulletproof Conference. So I'd encourage you guys to go and get your own pair. And again, that is swanwicksleep.com and go check that out. They've been sponsored on Bulletproof Radio. They've been on Sleep Smarter with my man, Sean Stevenson. They've been on Primal Blueprint with Mark Sisson. They've been on the Huffington Post. They've been on Ben Greenfield Fitness. And now they're on me. I'm a believer. So go check it out, and I'll be bringing more to you from the Bulletproof Conference 2016 as time goes on. So without any further delay, let's jump right into the reason we're here today, and that is Mindset, the genius and phenomenal book by Dr. Carol Dweck that is going to help us get out of our own way every day and move on to higher pathways of peak performance and greater success, which, as you guys know, that is what this podcast is all about. So I'm so glad to bring this book to you. I've been through it twice now. I've made my notes, my highlights, and look forward to going through it possibly again, as I've really determined that I'm going to do that with books that I read nowadays that I think have a big impact on me. I'm going to go through those not only once, not only twice, but research and science would tell you that three times really helps you to wire it into your brain to where you are actually living out what it is that you read because it's so hardwired in. Little bit of discipline involved in that. I don't like reading. I'm not a huge reader but I look forward to going through it again. So very excited to bring this to you guys today from Dr. Carol Dweck. My goal would be to get your Carol Dweck on the podcast. That would be awesome. So if you're listening out there, Dr. Dweck, you are an honorary member of the Success 101 podcast inner ring, and I would love to have you on. But for today, we don't have Dr. Carol Dweck, but we have her knowledge coming your way, and I'm so excited to bring this to you. So who is Dr. Carol Dweck, for those of you out there living under a rock? She is one of the leading researchers in the field of motivation and is a professor at Stanford University. Stanford's taking on UCLA tonight right down the road at the Rose Bowl. Part of me wishes I was there, but part of me is so glad that I'm here with you. And in this wonderful book, Mindset, I would say she just takes just the science behind why we do what we do and specifically breaks it down to teach us how we can move from what she calls a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. You're going to hear that about a hundred times here in this podcast. So what is the difference? With a fixed mindset, really our image and our self-worth and how we think about ourselves is on the line. And with everything we do, failure is something that we try to avoid at all costs. However, with a growth mindset, we can embrace very challenging opportunities because we know that we can only reach our highest potential by playing at the limit where we think we can go and that the only failure that we're likely going to experience is not going for the max, not laying it all on the line, not putting all of the poker chips in. And so the difference between these two mindsets, guys, is absolutely huge and this book is full of great wisdom that we can use to shift our mindsets and create incredibly productive and awesome lives. So let's dive into this a little bit further, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. And really, this book, to me, does answer the question of how can a belief that we have in our mind that starts just a very small seed in our mind, how can that move and morph into a meaning and a psychology that really results in the way that you live your life. 
Dr. Carol Dweck goes on to say that believing that your qualities are carved in stone, which is a fixed mindset, by the way, creates an urgency to prove yourself over and over. You always have to repeat that cycle, guys, to prove yourself over and over. And if you only have a certain amount of intelligence, a certain personality, and a certain moral character, then you'd better prove that you have a healthy dose of them. It simply wouldn't do to look or feel deficient in the most basic characteristics. Now, guys, that's the fixed mindset. Just believing that your abilities and your qualities are carved in stone, and you have to prove yourself over and over. So what's the difference? Well, that's the growth mindset. And in this mindset, she says that the hand you're dealt is just the starting point for development. The growth mindset is based on the belief that your basic qualities are the things that you can cultivate through your efforts. Although people may differ in every which way in their initial talents and aptitudes and interests or temperaments, everyone can change and grow. So if you contrast those two things, the fixed mindset believes that we're born with a certain amount of things that we can do, and you've either got it or you don't. And every situation you face, every situation you face from the fixed mindset perspective is basically a test of whether you've got it or not. And when we live from that place, guys, we live with a huge fear of just screwing up all the time and looking extremely foolish. So what's that going to do? It's going to make us try less stuff and enjoy our lives way less than if we had a completely different mindset. And that's the growth mindset. That is grounded in the idea that what we're born with is just the starting point. And with diligent, persistent effort, which Dweck calls years of passion, toil, and training, we can, over a very long period of time, develop an extraordinary amount of stick-with-itness and progress. So key in on those two things, guys, the fixed versus the growth mindset, and I hope you're really understanding how powerful both of those things really are. And really, through this book, I learned what the differences were between those two different mindsets. I also learned the power of the growth mindset and how incredibly important that is for us. And then I guess the other thing I would say I learned here in my notes was how to engage and change yourself, change your own mindset to transform from that fixed mindset, which most of us have. I would say most of us out there, including myself, have. We've got to train ourselves to have more of a growth mindset. And this is years in the making, guys. The point is here that we can't just do anything. There's no easy button out there. But our potential is completely unknown and, as Dweck says, also unknowable. And the only way we can even begin to see what we're capable of is to put in years of passion, toil, and training. Do you think a person with a fixed mindset would ever even consider putting in that much hard work? And the answer is no. I'll help you with the hard ones. The answer is no, because they typically need to have results immediately, and they would interpret any potential failure, even on the first onset out of the gate, as proof that they are being foolish or that they don't measure up. And the whole idea of even having to work hard is a sign that they just must not be great. Therefore, they don't try and they look to others to be the source of that greatness. So look, if we're living with a growth mindset, on the other hand, we know that it's only through years of hard work that we can start to tap into this potential. And when you enter that mindset, you enter a completely new world. 
In one world, the world of fixed traits, success is about proving you're smart or talented. You've got to validate yourself over and over. And in the other, which is the world of changing qualities or the growth mindset, it's about stretching yourself to learn something new and always developing yourself. And that's hard. It's really hard to do that, guys. But failure is not about having a setback. I recently reached out to Lanny Basham of With Winning in Mind. And we're going to do a podcast here pretty soon. I'm going to get a chance to go and visit his mental strategies home base at his office. And his whole deal is about failure not being a setback. He's the most decorated medalist in rifle shooting in Olympic and world championship history. And that is an extremely hard sport that doesn't get the credit that I think it deserves. But to him, failure is not a setback. To him, failure is, hey, that's interesting. Why did I do it that way? I know I've trained to do this. I know I've done better in the past. Why in the world did I not do it the right way? That's interesting. And you'll hear that many times when we get a chance to talk. But that is the growth mindset, whereas the failure mindset is having a setback. It's getting a bad grade. It's losing out on a contest. It's getting fired. It basically means in your mind you're not smart or talented. And in the other world, the growth mindset, effort and failure is what makes you smart or talented. So you do really have a choice. Mindsets are just beliefs. They're powerful. They're extremely powerful. But they are just something in your mind. And we all know that we can change our mind. Whether it's hard to do or not, we can change our mind. And our mindset shapes whether we believe we can learn and change or grow or not. And also, as I mentioned before, an individual's abilities are set in stone in the fixed mindset. So check in with yourself on that. Who are you when it comes to mindset? People with a fixed mindset believe that talent is the ultimate thing. And in their view, a person's abilities are set in stone right from the get-go. And a person is born with either an intelligent and talented or foolish and incompetent nature. And it will pretty much stay that way and other people will always be better. But a growth and development mindset means that things are possible and we can work toward those. And even with children, she goes into instances in the book where children with a growth mindset are given a difficult math problem to solve and they jump right to the challenge and they want to do more problems like that at home. They recognize that the more problems they solve, the more they will learn. And really, there is no limit to children or adults with a growth mindset. Sure, if your children have a bad grade or you screw up on something at work or during a contest or a competition, that does reflect something, but it's just that one moment in time. And if we believe we can learn more with hard work, dedication, stick to we are going to persevere longer. And moreover, guys, the thing I loved about this is that people with a growth mindset really weren't interested in getting the highest grades as children or winning every single contest as adults, as strange as that may sound. Research showed that they wanted to feel the satisfaction of pushing themselves to the limits of their growth potential, but when they failed at things, they used it as a learning opportunity and there was a release of excitement and dopamine even in the failure to allow them to get better. Whether it was music, sports, or anything in their career, People with a growth mindset practice relentlessly, and they are very aware that it's only through repetition and failure, and that's very important. It's only through repetition and failure that they can improve their skills. People with a growth mindset relish any opportunity to learn from the best in their field. They are 
always learning. They're always researching. They are always wanting more. Instead of turning on music in the car, they're turning on podcasts. They're turning on audiobooks. They're turning on mentors that have taught and have recordings. They're not turning on music. They are mastering their craft and they are learning. They're always thinking about how they can educate themselves. And not only that, but research shows that they encourage other people to do the same thing. They encourage people around them to be better. They're constantly trying to motivate people in their field that they are close with because they know if people around them can get better, that it will only sharpen them as well. And this goes into a part of the book talking about loving what we do. And Dr. Dweck says the growth-minded athletes, CEOs, musicians, and scientists all love what they did, whereas many of the fixed-minded people did not. Many growth-minded people didn't even plan to go to the top. They got there as a result of doing what they love. It's ironic. The top is where the fixed mindset people hunger to be, but it's where many growth-minded people arrive as a byproduct of their enthusiasm for what they do. This point is so crucial. In the fixed mindset, everything is about outcome. If you fail or if you're not the best, it's all been wasted. The growth mindset allows people to value what they're doing regardless of the outcome, end quote. And this is a huge point that she comes back to often. We must love what we do and embrace the opportunities to grow as we let the results come simply as byproducts of our dedication to giving our greatest gifts, but also knowing that failures are not extreme setbacks, they are opportunities to learn. Remember back to Lanny Basham, missing a shot after being fully prepared to take the shot and knowing that you could hit the target many times over would say, that's interesting. Not getting down on yourself. What is that going to help? I cannot wait to bring my episode with him out to you guys. But what does getting down on yourself do? It is where our brains and our hearts go immediately, but it only hurts the problem. It's the same thing with me with public speaking. I used to get really nervous before public speaking until one day it clicked. I said, you know what? I may naturally be nervous getting out in front of people. I spoke at our company's annual meeting at one point. I had 45 minutes on a main stage in front of about 8,000 people. And the first thing that I was thinking before I went on stage was, if I get nervous and if I get anxious about this, it's only going to hurt me. It's not going to help my message or improve my message at all. It's only going to hurt me. And so nervousness, fear of failure, self-sabotage, anything negative that we put in front of ourselves is only going to be detrimental to the point that we're trying to get to. Another key point here, guys, is that people with a fixed mindset seek approval Whereas those with a growth mindset seek development. This was probably one of the biggest takeaways of the book to me is that people with a fixed mindset seek approval. Those with a growth mindset seek development. When you enter into a task, a contest, or teaching your children, are you going into that with a mindset of, can we accomplish this to get approval from friends, from other parents, from a boss, from just yourself if you're an entrepreneur? Are you going into that? with an approval-seeking mindset, or are you going into it seeking development? Because here's the deal, guys. If you fail when you go into it seeking development, the setbacks will not be viewed as an absolute failure. If you go into it seeking approval with a fixed mindset and you don't get approval, guess what? It's a failure. Abort the mission, get out of there, it's done. If you go into it with a growth mindset seeking development, then when you fail, you look at it and go, huh, that's interesting, i.e. Lanny Basham. That's very interesting. I was very prepared. I was showing up. I was ready to do this. I was ready to conquer. 
and I missed a step in there somewhere. That's very interesting. I know I'm better than that. Okay, what can we learn from and how can we get back on the path we need to be on? And with that, it's not like I have to tell you, but if you're in a fixed mindset, you're going to see failure as a disaster, whereas a growth mindset would see those as opportunities. Failure has a dramatic repercussion and setback for people with a fixed mindset. And people with a fixed mindset do not believe typically that they can learn from their mistakes. They see every single failure as evidence that they will be losers forever or not measure up. And one defeat, literally one defeat, can knock them off of a mountain of many past successes. People with a fixed mindset typically do not seek help or analyze their weaknesses, and they certainly, certainly don't try to get better, usually as practicing, because they feel like it's no use. They almost see themselves, even at young ages, as a finished product, not as continuous success. And that's what I'm here to encourage you guys on today, because I have been in a fixed mindset for so long in my life, and now I am in a growth mindset where every step of my life is learning and knowledge, and the failures are not looked at as a major setback. It is looked at as a learning opportunity, and I'm so excited for what the future has for me and all of you out there listening to this that adopt that and embrace it and really make it your own because failure is feedback. Failure is not the end of the road. But again, the fixed mindset will see failures as disasters, whereas the growth mindset sees them as opportunities to learn and then on another day go out and win. And that's very, very important for all of us to remember. So the point here, guys, is we have to embrace our failures. Again, the person with a fixed mindset sees failure as a sure sign that they are just that. They're a failure. Whereas on the other hand, if we're living in the growth mindset, we see failure as an opportunity to learn, to grow, and to become better at whatever it is that we're doing. So let's embrace this now. It's not hocus pocus. It's not mumbo jumbo. It truly is self-sabotage. Either you're going to live in a fixed mindset and think you're at the end of the road and wonder why everyone else is passing you up, or you will wake up every day and say, how can I get better today? And when I screw up, it's not a failure in my mind. It is an opportunity to learn. And look, guys, because of this, people with a fixed mindset oftentimes avoid difficulties, whereas people with a growth mindset relish them. As odd as that may sound for society today, where everyone is trying to avoid failure and become better each day, It's actually the opposite. With a fixed mindset, you will avoid difficulties. You will avoid sharpening. You will avoid stretching and growing. Those with a growth mindset will relish and embrace those. And so I want you guys to really hear this and go against the cultural norm of not wanting to fail. As Aaron Walker said on my podcast a few episodes ago, fear missing an opportunity more than you fear failure itself. And that will mean volumes for you in your own life and the progress that you make. We all know there are a ton of things in life that we can only achieve if we work at it. But when people with a fixed mindset typically are faced with a difficult situation, all they normally focus on are the risks. Because the more time and energy they invest into something, the fewer excuses they have if they actually fail. And also, people with a fixed mindset typically believe in just natural talent. And gifted people just should not need to try so hard. And this way of thinking, guys, very important that you lock into this. This way of thinking makes it impossible for people with a fixed mindset to better themselves without questioning their own talent. And so what do they do? They avoid difficult situations. 
But on the other side of the coin, challenges give people with a growth mindset the opportunity to chase after purpose-filled actions. The more rejected and dejected they are, the more energy they put into fighting against the current and rewriting their story in life. They strive to make things possible, whereas people with a fixed mindset avoid difficulties and those with a growth mindset relish them. But as we wrap up the podcast, guys, here's your hope. Here's what I want to leave you with as we move forward. Anyone can adopt a growth mindset. And I promise you, if I can, after being so negative and pessimistic and just trying to muscle it through for years and thinking that just work, 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 work was the only answer. And any time that I failed, it was a tremendous defeat or setback. If I can do it, I promise you, you can. Anyone can adopt a growth mindset as long as you don't get into self-sabotage and negative thinking and defeat yourself. We can develop our own mindset. Research has proven the brain can be trained like any other muscle. The problem, though, is it is the strongest muscle. Your biceps, if you're wanting to work your biceps, you can control those. Your calves, if you're wanting to work your calves, you can control those. Your triceps, you can control those. Your brain oftentimes feels so hard to control, but that's because we're not working at it in the right ways. We're getting into self-sabotage. We're getting into negative defeat, but we have to think the right way and teach ourselves to think the right way one step at a time. And I want you to hear me really clearly on this, guys. A fixed mindset, which 90% of us out there have, is not an easy habit to kick. Your brain neurologically forms pathways that you get locked into as you grow up and as you change and as you grow. And those pathways continue to get rutted deeper and deeper in your brain. And you fall into those patterns of thinking. And some of that is a defense mechanism. It keeps us from failure. It creates recognition again and again through these pathways in the brain, seeing failure as a very strange and scary thing that we should not venture into. And it tries to protect us. But good old scumbag brain, we've got to retrain our brain. We've got to think differently. We have to adopt a growth perspective. And in adopting that mindset, it's going to allow you to grow to points that you never thought possible since you've been so stuck in this fixed mindset. Carol Dweck says the growth mindset is the key to self-fulfillment and anyone can adopt a growth mindset and make the impossible possible. So in wrapping up here, guys, in the final summary, I would say the keys to this book are people with a fixed mindset obstruct their own development through their belief in their own talent and their belief and embrace a fear of failure. And on the contrary, people with a growth mindset work hard to train and ultimately realize their potential to the fullest. And by confronting our own attitudes and ideas, we can develop a growth mindset. Our mindset shapes whether we believe we can learn and change and grow or not. And remember, in a fixed mindset, an individual's abilities are completely set in stone, whether you want to admit that or not. Growth and development are only possible in the growth mindset. And people with a fixed mindset seek approval, whereas those with a growth mindset seek development. The fixed mindset sees failures as disaster, whereas the growth mindset sees them as opportunities. People with a fixed mindset avoid difficulties, whereas those with a growth mindset relish them. So, guys, I don't mean to make any of this sound easy, but hopefully you get excited and fired up by the fact that, A, we can change the way we think, though it's not easy. 
be, we can start tomorrow embracing our failures as learning opportunities and saying, hmm, that's interesting, and adapting the Lanny Basham philosophy. Check out his book, With Winning in Mind, but saying, hmm, that's interesting. I know I'm better than that. Why did I just allow that to happen? I will show up and perform better tomorrow instead of just complete self-sabotage as we all do. And then setting forth a new path in life with a different mindset. Again, that's not hocus pocus. It's not pie in the sky. It's not Pollyanna. It is real. And check in with any Fortune 500 CEO, any extremely successful entrepreneur, and ask them about their mindset. Likely, they would tell you at one point in their life they had a very fixed mindset because typically we are just wired that way from the onset. But at some point, you have to shift that to be successful in today's world. And success means different things to different people. But whatever it is that you're striving for, whatever it is you're shooting for each day, I want you guys to embrace a growth mindset and growth mentality and go out and make whatever in the world it is you're trying to accomplish come true. Because with a fixed mindset, you will only look at failure as absolute setback and you will watch others pass you up who are likely, possibly not even as talented and as equipped as you to go do those things. So guys, thanks so much for joining me here on the Success 101 podcast today. If you would like to connect directly with me, the best way to do that is by email, and that is info at success101podcast.com, or you can find me in the world of social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash success101podcast, on Twitter at Warren Jared, and on Instagram, my favorite form of social media at Jared underscore Warren. I certainly enjoyed having you here with me on the Success 101 podcast. I look forward to seeing you on new episodes in the future with great guests and great lineups all coming your way to allow us to hit higher levels of peak performance and maximum potential. And I'm so excited to bring more content to you every episode to help you go out and literally crush the day, the week, the year. So thanks again for joining me. I'll catch up with you again on the next episode. Until then.